Welcome to the Creative Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Van Doren, and in this podcast, we explore the intersection of creativity and spirituality and discover what lights up your creative soul. Thanks for tuning in. Hello, and welcome back to the Creative Soul Podcast. I am your host, Leah, as always. And welcome to the official launch of season two of the podcast. We are in a new era, and so I think it's time that we call this season two. I have been sharing this podcast. We launched the very first episode, September 3rd, 2020, and it is now September 7th, 2023, And I am in a new era and I felt like this podcast, it was time to have a little bit of a rebirth of this podcast. And so I think it's time that we officially call this season two and really just celebrate this new era together. So we have so much to catch up on. I don't even know where to begin, but this first episode of season two is going to be just a life update, a little update on all the happenings in my life, in my creative life, and a little bit about what you can expect in this new era. So I'm really excited. I definitely feel the new energy just pouring through me. And I'm, I've been so excited to get back to this podcast because the last episode I shared was the interview that I had with Paxton two weeks before we got married. And now we are officially married. We are officially husband and wife. We celebrated our wedding June 25th, 2023 in Michigan. And oh my gosh, I am on the other side of what was such an intense initiation, such an intense death and rebirth. And I want to get into all of that with you. So... Yeah, like I said, if you had listened to the last episode, I hadn't been sharing a lot of podcast episodes in the last year because if you have ever been wedding planning, I mean, I hate that like what is cliche is always so true because everyone always says wedding planning is so stressful and it's just a lot. And I'm like, no, it sounds fun. How hard could it be? And it is so stressful. I can attest to that. And it kind of took over my entire life and not only the planning and the logistics of it, but really the emotional side of things and the spiritual side of things, because what's happening is that you really are undergoing a deep internal transformation. And I definitely felt that way. And it's so it's so interesting to just like think about the past couple years and thinking even about how I launched this podcast, September 3rd, 2020. And I was definitely in an era there. And, you know, that kind of lasted up until like, you know, the end of 2020, 2021. Then I went on my big solo trip through Central and South America. And then life kind of crumbled in what I can now see in in the best way for me. But at the time, it was so challenging. It was such a dark, challenging period, really from the end of 2021 until we got married. I was in a deep, deep, deep transformational process. We got engaged January 8th, 2022. We moved to Michigan together. It was a totally new, different experience. And I just had a lot coming up. There's a lot that comes up in the engagement portal. 
And I don't want to make this episode all about the wedding life updates because I did record a podcast episode where I kind of talk about the wedding process and what the behind the scenes looked like for me in my wedding process and just the emotional underneath behind the scenes. But I couldn't not talk about it in this episode as well because it's been such a big part of my transformation over the last year and a half. And it's, I was talking about like, I've been thinking about 18 month periods in our lives and the lunar nodes, basically we just had the nodes. If you're into astrology and if you listen to this podcast, you're probably into astrology, but the nodes were just in Taurus and Scorpio. And now they just switched literally like a couple weeks after my wedding in like July, they switched from Taurus to Scorpio to Aries and Libra. So we're definitely, as a collective, we're in a different chapter. We're in a different phase. We've gone through a different transformation. And as I look back at my life, like I can see, oh my gosh, when I launched this podcast, you know, that 18 month period between 2020 to the end of 2021, that was definitely a whole chapter where I was launching this podcast, sharing so many of my creativity workshops and my writing circles and hosting Discover Your Creative Soul and teaching a creativity workshop at a retreat in Puerto Rico. It was just definitely like an era of creativity and learning and owning my voice and my ideas. And it was a lot of fun just getting my ideas out there and teaching people and teaching workshops to hundreds and thousands of people across the globe. That was such a fun era. And then at the end of 2021, when I returned from my solo trip, I turned 27. So that was definitely the start of my Saturn return. And if you don't know what a Saturn return is, we've talked about it on this podcast before, but it's essentially this period of change and transformation and upheaval in your life in your late 20s that just really sheds anything that no longer serves you and really sheds a lot of the childhood conditioning that you, you know, grew up around and you start to become more aligned with your true authentic self. So when I turned 27, 2022 hit, I got engaged. I entered, I moved to Michigan. Like I entered this period of transformation that was truly a dark night of the soul. I mean, I, People say, oh, I had a dark night of the soul, and I don't think you really understand what it is until you go through it. And that was definitely the first of probably many dark nights of the soul in my lifetime. And it's, I mean, everything makes sense in retrospect, right? Like when you're in something so intense like that, you feel like you don't know what way is up. I feel like I didn't know who I was anymore. I felt like I mean, if I could describe an image, I felt like I was at the bottom of a well and there was nothing I could do to get out of the well. I was just sitting at the bottom of the well and that period was really teaching me how to just be patient with just sitting there and being in that liminal space and just surrendering to what it was. I mean, they say like the only way out is through and that's truly the only way out and I feel like when we're in really hard times, I think the mind can go into these places where you're like, well, what's wrong with me? What am I not doing? You know, how can I get myself out of this? But with the soul life, with the creative soul life, there's nothing to do to get out of it. The The trick is to really surrender and to be present. So definitely 2022 was a huge dark night of the soul. And I really started to turn more inward. I was releasing a lot of childhood conditioning. I was 
having a lot of grief come up. Like I really think of the year 2022 as my year of grief because I was just grieving and grieving and grieving. And now I've built such a relationship with my grief where in, whereas like in 2022, the grief was so overwhelming and so all encompassing. And now I feel like I can hold space for the grief but then still go about my normal day, which is really beautiful to be able to get to that place with it all. But I kind of share all of this like, yeah, behind the scenes, like backstory, because as soon as I got married, like it was so intense for so long. Then the beginning of 2023, it was so focused on wedding planning, which again is so stressful and you're going through so many transformations And there's so much to navigate with relationships and family relationships and leaving your family of origin and, and, you know, really shedding this old identity of being a single maiden and growing and evolving and leveling up to being a married woman, a committed woman and allowing a soul, another soul to see you and to love you. And it's just such a deep process. But I felt like I was in that period, that dark night of the soul for so long, for literally 18 months. And then I got married and everything changed on the other side. Everything changed on the other side. And it's, it's so beautiful that like, again, when we look in retrospect, we can kind of understand the journey more. And again, when I was in it, I was freaking in it and there was no way to get out of it. You know, when we're in it, you're just in it and that's the only place you can be. But I, we had our wedding June 25th and it was, I mean, it was such a beautiful experience. It, yeah, I mean, you'll hear more in this wedding solo episode that I'll share in a couple of weeks, but yeah, even just thinking back on it, it's just so exciting. And As soon as we got married, we then went on a honeymoon to Mexico, one of my favorite places in the world, which is also where I had my bachelorette party in Tulum. And we stayed, Paxson's mom got us our honeymoon at this resort, like honestly like 20 minutes away from Tulum. So I ended up being right in the same area that I was for our bachelorette. And originally we were supposed to go to Cabo for our honeymoon, but then like two weeks before we were supposed to leave, it got switched randomly to to go to this place and to go to like similar to Tulum, which I was like, wait, but I was just there. I wanted to explore a different part of Mexico. But the universe, God is always guiding us and leading us in the direction that we need to go. So yeah, just as soon as like I went on my honeymoon and I, oh my God, I need to tell you this crazy story that I experienced on my honeymoon. Okay, this this episode, don't be worried if this episode is like not very linear. It's just me sharing my thoughts and my life updates. But I have to tell you this story of what I experienced on my honeymoon. So the, oh my God, this is honestly crazy. Okay, so whenever Pax and I got married, we got married two hours away from where we live in Michigan. And we were driving home from the wedding weekend. Like after we had just gotten married, we were driving home. We were going to be home for like a few hours before driving to the airport to leave for Mexico. And we're driving home and we stop at this gas station and across the street from the gas station, there's like a, an Arby's sign. If you don't live in the U S Arby's is like a fast food chain. I don't think I've ever even been to Arby's, but there is, you know, they have those like little promotional signs outside the fast food establishment. And there was a sign that said turtle power on, 
on the Arby sign. And I was like, that's weird. And I had seen in our in our hotel room that we had stayed for our wedding, there was like this little garden outside the hotel that overlooked Lake Michigan. And there was a turtle there. So like, I feel like I kept seeing like some like random turtle signs before the wedding, during the wedding weekend. And then after the wedding, like I said, there was this gas station sign or this RB sign that said turtle power. And like, I took a picture of it and sent it to some of my friends. Cause I was like, wait, that's so weird. Like, and I had been telling them about how I kept seeing turtles. And I was like, that's so weird. Like, why does this fast food sign say turtle power? And then as we're driving, like 10 minutes later, we see a car with a bumper sticker that said, I break for turtles. And I was like, oh my God, what is with these turtle signs? And then that night when we were at home, I have this little like spirit of the animals oracle deck where I just, you know, pull a card and get a message from an animal. And I pulled some cards specifically for the honeymoon and I got dolphin and turtle, sea turtle. So I was like, oh my God, what? Like the turtles are really calling me. So then we're in Mexico and where we happen to be staying on Maya Riviera, it was a huge place for like where the sea turtles come to lay their eggs. So as we're walking along the beach, we see all of these like sea turtle nests and we see like little, you know, broken apart shells. We don't see any turtles yet, but we see all of these nests. And like, I was just like, okay, wow, so many sea turtles, like sea turtle signs everywhere. And then one of the first nights of our honeymoon, we're like just walking on the resort beach and we're like about to go back up. There's like a little pathway that leads back up to the hotel. And we see a turtle, a baby turtle lying on its back on its shell. And it's like on its shell so it can't get back to the water. And so like, and it was pretty far away from the water too. So Paxton like flipped it back over with a stick and we were able to guide this baby sea turtle to the sea, which was like the most magical experience because I've done this once before in Mexico in the Oaxaca area in Puerto Escondido. I like paid to, to go to a sea turtle conservation area where they, you know, they have sea turtles who are hatched and then they release the sea turtles. And it's like, you know, a thing that you pay for to release the sea turtles and walk them back to the sea or like just walk, watch them back to the sea. But this just happened totally randomly. And it was this little baby sea turtle that we got to see like start a new life in the sea, which just felt really beautiful. And I think it was like the first or second night of the honeymoon. So that felt just like, and because we had all the sea turtle signs, that was crazy. Okay, so then fast forward to the last night of our honeymoon. It was July 3rd, 2023. And it was the full moon in Cancer, I want to say. I'm not sure exactly what. I think it was Cancer. But it was the full moon. And so it was the last night of our honeymoon. And I was just like feeling really introspective. I had just spent a night like journaling and writing out a manifestation list of what I was calling in next. And I was like, I'm going to go to the ocean and it's night, it's dark out, but I'm going to go to the ocean and I'm going to look at the moon. So I walk down to the little beach and I'm sitting there and it's dark and there, there was clouds. So like the moon was kind of covered by the clouds. So like I couldn't see that well. And like suddenly I look to my right and I see this huge rock. Like I see this giant rock that I didn't think was there before, a giant rock. And then suddenly the rock starts moving and it ended up being a gigantic mother sea turtle returning to the ocean after laying her eggs. 
So she had come out of the ocean, laid her eggs, and then I see her walking back. And like this happens, you know, the fact that we had seen the baby sea turtle on the first night of the honeymoon, then we see this mama sea turtle on the last night of the honeymoon was just so awe-inspiring. It was like one of those moments that you just can't even explain. And so I literally had chills. I was like, my my mouth was like dropped open in shock. I was like sobbing and like just had my hands over my chest and was just saying, thank you, thank you, thank you. And just like watching in awe as I watched this mother sea turtle make it back to the ocean. And then I was like, oh my God, this just happened. Like, you know, obviously I don't have a phone on me and you you shouldn't take photos of the sea turtles anyways. Like there's no way to capture it and share that moment with others. And also Paxton wasn't with me, but I was like, dude, I have to go back and tell him. So I like run back to the room in my excitement. I was like, you cannot believe what I just saw. I just saw this huge sea turtle, like come back to the ocean. And I was like, I wanna show you the tracks that she left because they leave these like gigantic tracks in the sand. And so, we come back to the to the beach and then we like look down the beach and we see like three other sea turtles that are coming out of the ocean to go lay their eggs. It was like a sea turtle fiesta and it was just the most magical moment and I I I don't need I wasn't even planning to share this story as I started this podcast, but we're just letting it flow and it feels like that I don't know, I'm not even sure like totally what it means, but I just took it as a sign of just that 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 godly wink in your direction and those synchronicities and those signs that are just undeniable and unbelievable. So that felt amazing. And honestly, then right after the honeymoon, I felt like all of the creative energy that I was pouring into the wedding planning, which left me no energy for anything else in my life. Like I would have these ideas about different circles or workshops that I wanted to host, but the energy of wedding planning was really just all consuming not to mention my dark night of the soul before, which was not the time to be leading and sharing and teaching and hosting. So you really got to trust your cycles and seasons. But after the wedding, I felt like everything just poured right back in. And I felt so confident. I felt so inspired. I felt like I could just do anything and everything. I was like, there's nothing that I cannot do. Like if I want to do something, I can do it and just just getting over that hump of the wedding and just, you know, everything that I went through with the wedding and everything that I was able to manifest and create with the wedding. I mean, even the fact that like I brought all of these people that were so close to me in my life who came from all over the world, they all met together in Michigan. I was like, that was a once in a lifetime event. And it's just, I mean, if you've been to a wedding, if you've had a wedding, you know that there's this like otherworldly energy that's present. It's really a spiritual experience. If, you know, if the bride and groom are pretty conscious and even if they're not conscious, you still feel that like spiritual presence as as is present in any big life event, like a wedding, a death, a birth. So I just felt like I was just in this portal and I was calling it my like embodied wife energy era because I was just feeling so embodied and so like I can do anything and everything. So 
then after the wedding, we spent like a couple months in Michigan and I was enjoying the heck out of my Michigan summer. And it's such a funny, like funny contrast to how I was feeling a year prior to where it was my first summer in Michigan. I was feeling pretty miserable that I was living in Michigan, but I was just getting into foraging and herbalism and learning about all of the plants that were growing around me. And so I just had so much fun this summer, just enjoying Michigan and going on my nature walks and going into the forest and doing a lot of planning and creating for what's coming through next and what's what I'm creating next. And part of that is really the revitalization and reintroduction of the Creative Soul podcast because this is a creative project that I really love doing and I love connecting with you. I love sharing my voice and sharing my stories and meeting so many amazing people that come on this podcast and of course connecting with you the listener and so i was really just feeling so many new ideas for the podcast i'm also creating something called the creative soul practice which i'll talk about in a little bit but i felt like i was just like all of the creative projects that were so on the back burner for so long just felt like they wanted to come through and i was really in this like creating doing energy in michigan And Paxton and I also volunteered at a local flower farm where we got to like spend a couple mornings weeding. And I mean, I've never really weeded. I maybe have weeded like a couple times, but I've never had a garden. I've never, I've never like just been involved in what it takes to tend to a garden. But we were volunteering at this flower farm and we were weeding in exchange for some buckets of flowers. We were weeding just because we wanted to weed, but honestly, I had so much fun weeding in this like beautiful flower farm garden. It's a heaven. The owner's name is Dana and her flower farm is called Black Dog Flower Farm and she does weddings. She does different CSAs and stuff. So it was just really beautiful to be in the summer energy of Michigan. And like I was, you know, going to my local farmer's markets and selling my herbal tea creations. If you don't know this, I created three herbal tea blends because after I got all into foraging and herbalism, I was like just so passionate about herbal tea and I still am. And I have three different herbal tea blends that I was selling at the local market. And so I was doing that, you know, volunteering at the local flower farm, getting these like beautiful flower bouquets for my home. And I was just feeling so content with life and just so like, so grateful to be on the other side of the really challenging period that I had experienced. And just all this fresh new energy was pouring in. And that lasted for a couple of months. And then another transition came in because... Basically, I'm recording this podcast episode for you right now in Washington, D.C., and I'm in my new office, and I'm so excited to have my own office because in my other apartment, we just had like a living room where that living, the living room was my office, but now I have like my own room where I can shut the door, and I'm so excited about that, but you might be wondering why the heck am I in Washington, D.C., and we moved last week to Washington DC because Paxton, who is going to school, that's the reason why we're in Michigan. It's because he's going to school out there. His school has a program where you can do a semester in DC and like have an internship. And so Paxton is, we're here this semester. We're gonna be here from basically end of August until mid-December. 
and Paxton will be doing an internship and also taking classes. So we moved. I went on like a family beat. Like we we were in Michigan until like mid-August. And then we went on a little family beach vacation in Stone Harbor, New Jersey, which is this beach that I've gone to ever since I was a child. And then we moved to DC and it's been a bit of a whirlwind since we moved. Like I feel like that energy that I was really feeling of the summer and being in Michigan and having just gotten married, like that was such a beautiful, sweet chapter. And now transitions happen, things change as always, things are always changing. And now we're in a totally different new space, a new apartment, and I'm back in the city, which is such a crazy, thing to even think about because I had just gotten so I'm such a city girl like I used to be such a city girl I love going to coffee shops going to yoga studios like exploring everything that a city has to offer I love being around a lot of diversity and a lot of different foods and getting to like try all these different cuisines and foods I mean I'm I'm such a foodie if you know me my blog like the blog that I started in like 2018 was just like food reviews because I love just, I get really inspired by food and different cultures. And you know, that's where all the travel comes in. And I just love like trying authentic food. And so I love being in a city because you can try a lot of different authentic food. You can have a lot of different food. So I was such a city person and which is why moving to Michigan was such a hard transition for me. But then I really fell in love with Michigan. Like I can really say, and I think having the wedding in Michigan really solidified this for me. I'm, I think that if we had had it anywhere else, like, I don't know now, it's just like Michigan will always be the place that I got married and I will always have such sweet memories from that time. And yeah, I was just feeling so connected and so in love with Michigan. And now I'm back in the city, which I'm excited to be back, you know, in a, just kind of see how, how it's different for me, like how this new version of Leia interacts in a city, but we're living right in the center of it all. We're right in Capitol Hill and we're literally like a block away from the US Supreme Court building, the Capitol. Like it's kind of wild to think that I'm in the capital of my country and like all this history is here. So much of what goes on behind the scenes in our country's political realm goes on here. And that kind of hasn't really hit me. I'm kind of like, wait, what? Where am I? But yeah, now we're in D.C. for the fall. And like I said, we'll be coming back to Michigan. So it's only for a couple months. And then I'll return to my forests. But yeah, that's kind of my life update. So it's kind of like it's been a crazy summer. And it's been a beautiful summer. And now we're going to be spending the fall in D.C. So there's kind of like the personal life update. Okay, wait, one other story that I have to tell you. And again, I feel like I'm jumping around here, but this just, you know, it's been so interesting. Again, how life leads you and guides you in different directions. So we might not know why we're going somewhere or what we're doing or just what's the bigger plan. But of course, God, the universe always always is divinely guiding us and leading us in the direction that we need to go. So something I learned about Michigan, which is just wild, like even just sharing this story gives me chills. But if you remember, if you've listened to this podcast, I feel like I talk about it like every podcast episode where I'm like, 
moving to Michigan, I had so much resistance. It was such a big change. Like I truly was so resistant. It was this middle of the nowhere place that I had never heard of, didn't know anyone. Like everyone came to our wedding to Michigan. Not one person I know lives in Michigan. Like it's just, I'm not from the Midwest. Like I don't know anything about the Midwest. It was just such a random place to go to. And of course now I've lived there for a year and a half. Now I've fallen in love with it and now I'm in DC, but we'll be returning there. But I was with my aunt and uncle. So now we're in DC. My aunt and uncle live like right outside of DC, as does my 98-year-old grandmother who lives with them. So it's so beautiful to be able to spend a little more time with her here as I'm here now. But I was at my aunt and uncle's house and they have a lot of different genealogy books. So my dad's side of the family, my mom's side of the family is all from Russia so I'm a first generation American. She grew up in the Soviet Union. She met my dad while my dad was studying abroad in Russia in like the 1980s. And then they got married in Russia and moved over to the States. But my dad's side of the family, like, you know, they come from like England and Scotland and Ireland, but they've come over since like the 16, 1700s. So many generations have lived there. So a lot of that side of the family has a lot of like history, ancestral history, and they have like pretty well documented of who the ancestors were. And like just a lot of different people in my family have done a lot of ancestral research, which is really cool because that's something that I've been super fascinated by. I'm like in this era of I want to learn everything about my ancestors and who my ancestors were and really seeing my ancestors as people with stories and with lives because learning about your ancestors connects you deeper to yourself. And that's a whole course that I'm going to teach soon. I want to teach a writing with the ancestors course where we learn about our ancestors, write down our ancestor stories, because it really does connect you to yourself and make you feel like you belong more here. So that's a whole other thing, but I've been very interested in ancestors. So my aunt and uncle have all these genealogy ancestry books, and I discovered by reading one of these books over this last weekend when I was at my aunt and uncle's house that I have an ancestor. So it's my grandfather's mother's father's mother. So my great, great, great grandmother. So basically this, she was married to this reverend who would travel around and preach at different churches throughout the US and they ended up in a little town called Hudson, Michigan, which is, I kid you not, 20 minutes away from where I live. So throughout these ancestry books, I discovered that my great-great-grandmother or my great-great-great-grandmother, that she lived in Michigan. And not only did she live there and so did my great-great-grandfather. So my grandfather's mother's father he lived in Michigan as a child, 20 minutes away from where I live. And there was a tragedy that occurred when the mother was maybe like 40 years old. She was walking across these train tracks with her 20-year-old son and a train hit and killed them. I kid you not, 20 minutes away from where I live in Michigan. So, oh my God, even I like cannot, even as I say this, I have such major chills because this is so random, right? It's like this random place that I moved to in Michigan because my fiance was going to school there. I had to live in this place. I felt no connection to anything there. I you know, don't know anyone there. And then I discover that 
my family literally lived there and not only lived there, but this tragedy occurred where they were killed by this train. There was even an article in this local newspaper and like the art, the newspaper is like still in this town that's there in Michigan that I live 15 minutes away from and their graves are even there. So like unknowingly for the last year and a half, I've been living 20 minutes away from my ancestors' graves where I had no idea that any of them were from there. And it blows my mind because even being in Michigan, like I intuitively felt connected to my ancestors, but I can, I felt connected to my Russian ancestors because it being Northern United States, there's a lot of Northern like cold weather plants. And so there's a lot of birch trees, a lot of like black raspberries and red raspberries growing, which would be a lot of the plants that grow in, in Russia, like a lot of birch trees grow in Russia. So I intuitively connecting to the plants helped me to feel connected to my ancestors. And I was feeling connected to my ancestors, but my Russian ancestors, I never could have imagined that my grandfather's mother's father lived there and that his mother was killed there by a train, a tragic accident. And it's just so wild. So I was, I was telling this to my friend Kat, who was on the podcast. She's a family constellations therapist. And I've just been really interested in how like patterns and events pass down from generation to generation. And it's just, you know, not by coincidence that I was living in this place, the same place as my ancestors. And now living in DC, it's so interesting because my parents, like I said, my dad met my mom in Russia. They got married in 1982. And then they moved to the US in June of 1983. And then they moved to DC in August of 1983. So exactly 40 years later, I have just gotten married, just like they just got married. And we moved to DC in August of 2023. So those are like random little synchronicities that I just felt like I wanted to share because it just reminds you that we are so much more connected than we think. And when life just guides you somewhere, there's always a bigger, deeper reason for it. And we might not be able to see what that is just yet, but it's all, it's all just working out for us in the end. So I just find those connections so beautiful. Wanted to share those with you. And then lastly, like I said, I feel like this episode is a little bit all over the place. Honestly, okay, this is another thing. I'm in a new era of the only way that I'm going to be able to sustain my business and sustain my creativity and sustain sharing with you all is by being 100% myself. And I think in the past, especially when I started this podcast, you know, I was really worried about, you know, just sounding smart, sounding good, or just making it seem like I had my shit together or like making it seem like I really had something to teach and to share and that I really had some wisdom to share. And I really do have wisdom to share. Like that's something that after the wedding, I do feel this renewed sense of confidence of just confidence in my gifts and in my abilities and just the magic that I have and the magic that I have to share. And that I really am so worthy that, okay, <laughs> this is something that I talked about in my wedding episode that I will share in a couple weeks. But one of the things that I really struggled with during wedding planning or the limiting belief that really came up that was so present in every aspect of the planning was this feeling like I was not worthy enough, feeling like I was not good enough. And self-worth has been such a thing that had to die, like this feeling of low self-worth had to die in this process of my dark night of the soul. And on the other side of it, I'm like, 
I feel so worthy. I am so worthy. And of course, there are ebbs and flows and there will be times where you don't feel worthy, where you don't feel confident, of course. But I'm in this new era where I'm just like, I am so enough. I am enough. And what I have to share is enough and just being myself is enough. And I don't have to put on any masks or projections or anything like that. I can just share authentically. And so I'm really in this new era with this podcast of just sharing really authentically and just talking to you like I would a friend because I feel like I've had this block with the podcast where I just felt like it was so hard to like, you know, say the right thing or feel like it wasn't good enough. And now I'm just like, fuck it. Like, sorry for my language, but fuck it. Because the only way that this is going to be sustainable is if I show up authentically as myself and if I share with you just as I would a friend. So I hope you're excited for this new era because I am. And I just wanted to to foster deeper connection. I think when we're more authentically ourselves, we can just foster deeper, greater connection. And I hope to do that with you because I really love you guys. And I love the fact that you listen. I love that you get something out of this podcast. And yeah, I, I want to be your friend. So can you be my friend and let me know who you are and let me know how you're listening and yeah, what you think because I want to connect with you. So that's just a note on that. That is the new energy of this era, season two. And I want to talk about some of the creative projects that are really pouring through me. So I mentioned the creative soul practice, which is something that I'm creating right now. And it's essentially a guided writing meditation series. And the idea is to help you start a daily creative practice. So it's these meditations with writing prompts. And so they're less than 20 minutes a day. Some of them are like 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes. And you listen to them. You're going to listen to them every single day for seven days. And it'll guide you through a writing practice. And the idea is, is just, yeah, to start that daily creative practice and to have something that can hold that space for you to have something that can hold you accountable. Because I know from my experience how freaking hard it is sometimes to start a daily creative practice, especially when you're not feeling inspired or when you're not feeling creative or you don't know what the heck to write about. You don't have any ideas. You just don't know where to start. And starting is the hardest part. So I've designed these meditations, these writing meditations, to be able for you to just get out of your head and into your body and into just writing and allowing the creativity to flow through you. So I'm really excited about the creative soul practice because it's something that I wanted to create for a couple years, but it just wasn't coming through. And now post-wedding, it's just all pouring through. So I've been working on that. I'm, I hope to launch that next month and that will be available for you. You can purchase it and use it anytime. It'll be pretty low cost, pretty affordable because I want everyone to be able to start a daily creative practice and really just have writing practice as a tool to help awaken and inspire your creativity. So that's coming through. And then I have a couple different writing workshops that I'm really excited for and working on. The first will be called The Poetry of Plant Magic. So it's it's kind of like herbalism and writing combined. So it's going to be a writing workshop where we learn about different herbs and we learn the different physical and spiritual benefits of the herbs. And then we connect to the herbs through writing. So we maybe will write poetry about the herbs, but we'll just allow the herbs to inspire our writing and kind of use the herbs as our writing prompt, which I'm really excited about because 
this is just an idea that came through me and it feels really fun and exciting and just like a cool way to not only learn about herbs and connect to the natural world, but connect to your creativity because our creativity is the most natural thing about us. So I want to teach that probably in like November of 2023. And then another course that's coming through, like I mentioned, I've been really into ancestral work. And so I want to do a writing with the ancestors course that will be about connecting to our ancestral stories, connecting to our family stories, learning about our mother and our father's stories, our grandfather's and grandmother's stories, and just connecting to our ancestral lineage and finding a deeper sense of connection and belonging with them. And then lastly, this is, I mean, you can tell that like I'm all ideas right now because another workshop that keeps wanting to come through is something called the mundane into magic. And it will be a writing course where we will take inspiration from our daily life and write stories based off what's happening in our daily life. Because I think so often with creativity, we think that it has to be these bigger, grander events in our life when really it's about the everyday and it's about the mundane and there's so much magic that you can find in the mundane. So those are the three writing courses that are pouring through me. Like I said, I'll most likely start with the Poetry of Plant Magic. That will start in November. And then writing with the ancestors might be in January of 2024. So I'm really kind of like long-term future planning for all of these creations that want to come through. So if you want to get on the waiting list for the writing courses, just send me a DM on Instagram at Leah Van Doren. Send me a DM there and we can chat and I'll put you on like a little waiting list for when I launch it and, and it's ready to be shared. So definitely let me know if you're interested in any of those. And then... Very lastly, something that has been wanting to come through for years, but just was never at the right time, and now it feels like it's coming through so strongly, is that I am going to start hosting retreats. So come 2024, I'm going to be hosting a couple of retreats. One that feels very clear is that I'm going to lead a retreat in Michigan, probably in like either late spring or summer 2024. And I want to take you all on foraging walks. I want to take you all on plant walks. I want to do like herbal medicine workshops, writing workshops. So again, it'll be herbalism, learning about the natural world, connecting with plants, and also connecting with our writing, connecting with our creativity, connecting with our creative souls. So that feels super clear. That's definitely going to be happening. Like I said, spring, summer, 2024. And then I'm also low-key planning an international retreat in Colombia that will happen sometime in 2024. So I'll give you more information as those things continue to percolate. But it definitely, I just feel like I'm in this era of experimentation, playfulness, and just not letting any of the self-doubt or anything like hold me back anymore. And just believing that I'm worthy and it's just so beautiful to be able to share your gifts with the world and just create that community around you. So Thank you for listening to this episode, for listening to all of my updates, all of my life updates and yeah, just everything that's going on in my world, all the things that I'm excited about. And I would love to hear from you, hear how things are going in your world. What are you excited about? What really lit lit you up in this conversation? And then get excited for season two of the podcast. So I'm kind of playing around with the cadence of how I want to release podcast episodes. In the past, I did release an episode every single week, and then I would 
you know, I, I released a podcast episode for every single week for like two years. And then I got burnt out from doing that because a podcast is a lot of freaking work. If you know, you know. And I got totally burnt out from doing that. And that's why in the past like year or so, podcast episodes weren't as regular. But I really want to get back to a consistent schedule. But I feel like posting every week and like just all of the work that goes into it, I don't know if it's sustainable. So I'm really just trying to figure out ways to be more sustainable and make things feel really effortless and easy and fun in my business. So I'm kind of playing around with the idea of releasing podcast episodes once every two weeks. So instead of every week, every two weeks. So I'm going to play around with that. And there's still a part of me that's like, oh my God, can I do that? Like, is that allowed? But it's like, well, I'd rather share every two weeks than like once every few months. And if that's what's going to keep it more sustainable for me, then why not try that? So I think for this first era of season two, we're going to try that. And I've already had so many amazing conversations with really freaking cool people. Jamie Veron, who released a new book, Main Character Energy. We had an amazing conversation that I can't wait to share. I had Nikki Novo on the podcast, who's an amazing intuitive and psychic and teaches people about their souls. And she also wrote a book called Soul Led Living that I'm really excited to share. And we just have really, really fun episodes coming up. So stay tuned. And then also, like I had mentioned in my wedding episode that I shared with Paxton, that I do have a few more wedding episodes that I want to share. So the first will be sharing about my bachelorette, which pretty much was a retreat. I planned it and hosted it like a retreat. And that experience is what's really inspired me and given me the confidence to be able to be like, yeah, I can plan a retreat in 2024, no problem. So I'm, I'm sharing about my bachelorette experience and how I made it a conscious retreat and it was really intentional. And so I'm going to share that episode. And then I'm also sharing another episode about wedding stuff and behind the scenes and just how the wedding went and so what were some of my favorite parts and just the death and the rebirth that's involved in these major life transitions that society does not talk enough about. I mean, society does not talk about grief and death and we just shy away from that. But on this podcast, we're going to talk about it. So stay tuned for that. Get excited. Let me know yeah, what you're excited about and just what you would like to see for this podcast. If there's anything that you would like to see, I'm all open to your feedback. So again, just message me, DM me at Leah Van Doren. And then lastly, if you've made it this far, I would love it if you took a few moments to write a rating and review. Ratings and reviews are so important just to be able to get the podcast seen by more people and also for the host just to know that someone really is behind the mic and listening. And so it it's like if you can take two minutes out of your day to make a creative's life, like please do that. It's so, so helpful. And as always, if you do, I will send you a gift. I have a free guided writing meditation that I will send to you. So you can get a little taste of what you could expect in the creative soul practice as well if you do that. So please leave a rating and review and just message me. And I just hope you are all doing well as we round out the summer and move into fall. And I'm just so excited to be here with you all. So I love you all so much. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I will see you in two weeks. And yeah, just so here for season two. So love you all and see you soon.